0: Thank you for tuning into my podcast Waking Up with Lauren Coletti. This is a show where we dive into relatable topics for relationships, attachment styles, metaphysical teachings, trauma and more. Thank you for joining in on these authentic conversations with medical professionals, experts and so many influential guests who come to share their experience and add value to the lives of myself and my beloved listeners. Thank you so much again for joining me in Waking Up Together. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Waking Up with Lauren Coletti. I'm your host, Lauren Coletti. (laughs) I'm doing something kind of different here today, obviously, as you can see, Um, recording a video podcast and in my car. It's daylight savings time, so the clock's got moved forward, so it's Almost 6.30 and it's still light out, which is super nice. Um, And I just figured I've been wanting to do more video episodes, so I wanted to record something kind of in the natural light since I've been up since 5 in the morning and I decided to do my makeup today. So my shirt says Mental Health Matters, if you're wondering what my shirt says. And, um, yeah, I wanted to make an episode today, even though I just recorded something last night. I have, when I get creative inspiration, I just roll with it. And that's why I like my episodes to be as authentic as possible. Um, not forced content because I feel like I have to keep up with this fucking algorithm and post all the time. So, um, I wish more content creators would be more genuine in their postings, but, uh, I guess all we can do is what we can do and hopefully be an inspiration. To others and set an example. But anywho, this podcast isn't going to be easy to make um, because if you've listened to any of my episodes before, you know I talk a lot about forgiving others and healing from hurts and trauma and abuse when people have done it to us. And that is absolutely valid and absolutely a beautiful thing. Learning to forgive others who have caused us pain. But I wanted to make this episode dedicated to when we're the ones that have caused others pain. Because I definitely have hurt people in my life. I am nowhere near perfect at all. And I'm constantly learning And I'm always trying to grow. And I feel like a huge part of our spiritual journey and self-development is personal accountability. And that can be very difficult for so many of us to apologize, to come clean, to admit that we're sorry and we fucked up from a genuine place. How rare, rare is it for us to receive a sincere apology? An apology where we're not asking for forgiveness in hopes that the other person forgives us so that we don't feel like shit. Because a lot of times we make saying I'm sorry about our feelings. Oh, I hope this person forgives me so they don't hate me. Oh, I hope if I say sorry to this person, they'll forgive me so that I can move on and feel like I'm not a bad person. And that's selfish. That is not honest or loving at all. If anything, frankly, it's very manipulative. And um, I don't want to be like that. But I think that personal responsibility and learning from our actions, it's not about shaming ourselves and blaming ourselves and feeling guilty. Of course, it's a beautiful thing when we can have empathy and compassion for how we have affected others and reflect on how our behaviors impact others. And I feel like if more people have more remorse and insight, then this world wouldn't be such a fucked up place. And I think from what I've seen, meeting a lot of people that are very self-absorbed and narcissistic and selfish, they lack that introspection which I personally feel is super critical to having a healthy mind, body, and soul, and just being a kind person and don't get me wrong, like everyone else in this world, I have been very selfish, and that's what I want to talk about today. So I'm not proud to say this, and I'm learning to not judge myself and to not worry or care so much if others judge me as well, because that's saying, don't throw stones when your house is made out of glass. The sad truth of the matter is, as humans, we always compare ourselves to others, whether we feel inferior or superior. And I'll give an example. When I hear the news, because they play the news at my job, and I hear about all these shootings that are constantly taking place and all these attacks and violence and like anyone else my mind is like oh, fucking hate everyone this world has gone to shit and that's a judgment that's a judgment i'm making about those people that have perpetrated the abuse the violence the homicide the wars whatever the crime and in our mind because of our ego we feel oh, i'm so righteous i'm so much better than them i would never do that and that's a lie because we don't know what we're, we're all capable of every single thing. We're all capable of the full spectrum of human emotions, the full range of actions. We all have good and evil inside of us, light and dark. It's, it's a spectrum, right? It's not black or white. We are all, and I don't care what anyone says. You can disagree with me, but had we been born into different circumstances and Been exposed to different things, or parents, or geographic location, or been have been born in like 1800. We don't know what we would have done. We never know what we would do until we ourselves are in that situation, and that's often why on this podcast I don't speak about uh, things that I haven't personally experienced. Because when we personally experience something, it kind of makes us an expert in the matter. You know, as someone that is highly textbook educated. Um, I feel that the best teacher is learning through life. I've had so many therapists and psychologists and doctors in my life, but the best ones were the ones that could really sympathize with me because they personally have gone through what I've been struggling with. And I can have compassion for adversities. I can have empathy. But until I've gone through that war within myself, I don't know how... I would have overcome that. I've done so many things in my life that I've said I would never do until I did it. So I think it's just so important. I'm realizing how much I say I think. I feel it's really helpful to just keep an open mind, to inquire in self-curiosity and um, always come at everything from as much of a loving place as we possibly can remain available for that so with that being said it's been a rough year for me in a lot of ways i've experienced a lot of grief and loss and there's no excuse for poor behavior but um i am someone that has struggled and still struggles with i don't want to say severe mental illness although at one point that was true but pretty chronic mental health conditions that obviously influence my actions, my thought processes, and my emotions. And I opened up about this on a few episodes ago about my love and sex addiction, and I don't super identify with a sex addict, but more so the love aspect. And my wounding really revolves around men. and never having had a father, not knowing who my father is. My father had died when I was young. I have a lot of pain when it comes to the opposite sex. And that's where a lot of my struggles have been as someone that has experienced sexual violence and domestic violence. um, I find we tend to go in two directions. We either perpetuate the cycle or we become victim to the cycle. If that makes sense. For example, if we grew up witnessing domestic abuse, a lot of times we will either become the abuser or become the abused later in life. And I would say that I leaned more towards I became the victim at one point. I'm not a victim anymore. I identify as a survivor, which is a beautiful thing, but a lot of my identity was wrapped up in that. That's how I came to know men and relationships in life. That's how I viewed myself. And because of that, I've had a lot of low self worth, very low self esteem, low confidence. (laughs) no regard for myself whatsoever and i would objectify myself and i would exploit myself and i would allow myself to be used and abused and just put in these really bad situations and due to my attachment trauma at an early age i'd say my main core limiting belief centers around abandonment and feeling rejected so my entire life i felt so unwanted. And all I ever thought I really wanted was to be chosen and loved by someone. And this led me and sometimes continues to lead me to look in all the wrong places and to want to fix people and heal them and rescue them and just attract the wounded bird because I I want to save someone. Maybe the way that I wish that I could have been cared for when I was lonely and a lost kid. So that's a little bit of my backstory. And really what this is about is that I crossed a line and crossed a boundary with my friend's father. And I'm trying to say this as objectively as possible. I was way too flirty with my friend's dad and i didn't know it was her father until after i had become her friend but that's really not an excuse because this was a married man and that's that's been off limits for me uh uh, the majority of my life because i always say one don't treat people the way you'd want to be treated obviously the golden rule yet so little little of us follow it it sounds so simple And it is simple, but it's not easy for a lot of us. So basic girl code, you know, as, as a woman, as someone that identifies as a female, I, it is like my obligation to not fuck over other girls, to have my fellow sister's backs. So if someone is taken, fuck the man. Why would I ever do that to another woman? Because if we wouldn't want it done to us, why are we going to do it to someone else? And it, again, it sounds just so simplistic and basic in theory. Um, but I went there, I did, and my friend had found out and I knew it was a very sticky, tricky situation. Once I found out that this person was my friend's dad, It's kind of a plot twist and I was like, well, fuck, this is not good. And I did feel bad. Um, but my friend found out and understandably cut me off. And I'll be honest with you. At first, I got so defensive in my mind. I said, well, nothing happened. Like I didn't send any nudes to this person. There was no physical encounter. I didn't cross any line. I did nothing wrong. They're overreacting. That was my first initial response in my mind to kind of defend myself. And I was like, you know what, whatever. I hardly had a long friendship with this person, so I don't care. It's, it's fine. It's water under the bridge and as the months have gone by i've reflected and i realized that i was definitely in the wrong and this person has every right to feel how they feel and if i could say something to them i actually apologized to them today and i wasn't expecting to apologize to them today i was going to apologize to them eventually But I didn't have the courage to do so. I didn't have the bravery. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how I should say it, if I should text them, write them a letter. In person, I felt it was the right thing to do in person. But when I get nervous, I cannot say what I want to say. And then after I think of all these things, oh, shit, I should have said that. But essentially, bottom line is, I am very sorry. And... I take full accountability for my actions it wasn't right it wasn't cool and this person by no means at all needs to forgive me I understand if they hate me I understand if they never want to speak to or see my face again because that's how I would feel and I was putting myself in this person's shoes and I can imagine how just disappointed and betrayed they felt and I do feel really bad for that and I take full responsibility for that and I am so sorry that I hurt this person and I really lost, even though I didn't know this person so well, I lost the potential for a really good fucking friend because she is an awesome person and I really do wish her the best and I realize that I fucked up and I have to deal with the consequences of that. And it's her free will, her decision, if she ever wants to have anything to do with me ever again. I completely, completely understand why she wouldn't. So, in saying all of this, I am deciding to try to forgive myself for this situation so that I can heal. And this is not about me at all, too. And I wanted to let her know that when I apologized to her today. I'm not expecting you to forgive me. I'm not expecting you to say anything. You don't have to say anything. I'm not defending myself or rationalizing or making excuses. I want to let you know that I mean it, that I am sorry. And I owe you an apology and you deserve an apology. And with that being said, how good would it feel to receive a sincere, genuine, heartfelt apology from people that have done us wrong. Cause I want to say 99% of the people that have assaulted me, abused me, fill in the blank, me cheated on me, fucked me over, whatever. I've never received an apology. And there was one point in my life where I was waiting for that apology and I thought, oh, I can move on if only I receive that apology. I could get closure if only that person said they're sorry. The apology hardly ever comes. And we have to stop waiting for the apology to come because it's not about the other person. It's really not. But how much healing would that bring to so many of us if we just heard those words? Knowing the person really meant it. As someone that's dated just unhealthy people my whole life, and that's not to say that I'm healthy. I am a work in progress. I am trying to learn from my wrongs, right my wrongs, make amends, so that I can become a better, kinder, more loving person. But my whole life I've dated these dysfunctional people That were so manipulative. They would only ever say sorry if they ever said sorry, which a lot of them never did They would always blame it on me um, Because they don't have the insight to take accountability, but If they did say they're sorry It was simply a tactic and a ploy to get something from me So since I never received a sincere apology from so many of these people I want to be the person that is giving out genuine apologies when I am in the wrong. And it's not about when I was thinking about, well, why do I want to say sorry to this person? It's not about her viewing me any sort of way. And more so it was about me validating her feelings And I didn't want her to think I didn't care that I had betrayed her because I do. When we have a conscience, we will care. But when we are hurt by people that don't have the ability to show remorse, then they're not going to care because. They don't think that they did anything wrong. They're going to constantly blame it on you. So with that being said, um, what I've learned from this is to not hate myself for it. I could make so many judgments about me, and I'm sure people that are listening are, oh, you're a homewrecker, you're a whore, whatever. That's fine. Partially true, partially not. Um, That super old saying, hurt people, hurt people. And again, it's not an excuse, but... When we do things out of a with our integrity, and I've done a lot of sus things throughout my life that were so not aligned with my values or dignified, it's because we're coming from a wounded place. And I don't expect myself to be perfect, but it's about more so every day, little baby steps if you have to, becoming the person that you would be proud to be and doing less of those things that are self-destructive or sabotaging so essentially you are not obligated to forgive anyone but i feel it is our job to own up to our actions and i always try to take accountability Another issue, though, is when people don't want to take any responsibility, but they want to hand it all to you. So be wary of that. If there's anyone in your life that everything's your fault, they're the victim all the time, they, they're they perfect, they're never in the wrong, please run. I had an example of this recently with when I confronted someone about... <laughs> something that was very true and just he denied it and gaslit me and said I was crazy and it's not true and clearly there was evidence to support the theory. Um, That is someone that does not respect you and that's someone that's going to try to take advantage of you and I don't think any of us enjoy being lied to and also Lies aren't just things that we tell people. Lies are things that we hide from people, too. Things that we do or say that we wouldn't want someone to find out. A lot of it's wrapped up in shame and potentially guilt, but what is guilt if we don't correct our actions? Uh, It's really nothing. So, I guess the lesson of this episode is to right our wrongs if we can when we're giving an apology to someone please make sure it's coming from a heartfelt place it's not coming from a place of oh i'm gonna say this so that you x y and z feel this way say this think this because then don't even bother saying it truthfully you're gonna cause more (laughs) damage but it's also taking responsibility for where we have caused damage And what's an apology of saying I'm sorry if you really are going to do it again, because then you're not sorry, you know? So, please, take responsibility. It's okay to not be perfect, but we have to look at ourselves in the fucking mirror. And if we don't like what we see, well then we take proactive steps to change it. But don't avoid fucking looking in the mirror because you're scared of what you might find. I wish that so many more people lived this way, that so many more people went to therapy and got counseling and fucking just inquired about themselves. Because that is the brave thing to do. We think, oh, I'm so strong because I Uh, It's just the way I am. That's what someone told me the other night. I can't change. It's just the way I am and you have to accept it Okay, so clearly you don't wanna (laughs) Do anything to take accountability or become better. So it's everyone else. It's not you That is just pure cowardice and that is really sad and there's so many people like that in the world And I hope they all find each other but for us people that are trying (laughs) And maybe we get it wrong and we fuck up and we make mistakes and we get taken off course. I'm not saying you deserve a gold star if you fucking stole $100,000 out of your sister's bank account or something and you feel bad and you apologize. Oh, good deed. You apologize. (laughs) No, I'm not saying that we deserve gold stars. But, man, at least we're trying, you know, right? So just try Just try to do better. Better by one person. Maybe. I know it's scary because I had a lot of fear of reaching out to this person because I was afraid they were going to go tell me to fuck off before I could even say sorry, you know. Um, And I, I felt ashamed. I felt embarrassed and humiliated. And there was this elephant in the room. And I said, Lauren, you know what? You have to fucking suck up your pride and just do the right thing this time because you didn't do right by this person who was your friend so the least you can do is just do right by them now even though it's too late so a lot of things in life i'm still learning the hard way but i'm going to try to take it easy on myself and learn from this experience and it definitely was very humbling and i am really really grateful for the short amount of time that i got to call this person my friend because they're a beautiful person I really do wish them well and the best. And I hope if I could say something to them that please don't let my mistakes stop you from trusting friends in the future. Because I know a lot of times when our heart gets hurt and someone goes behind our back, it can cause us to not, you know, open up or be as vulnerable in the future. And I really hope that, more people will not be trusting but allow their hearts to open again after they've been broken so yeah i'm gonna end this here because i'm getting very cold in my car it's like uh 10 degrees outside here in good old new york but uh (laughs) i uh figured i'd take this time to record something very vulnerable and and raw and like I said, I know a lot of times on the podcast I talk about where I've been wronged, but I also want to start being honest and transparent about where I've been in the wrong because there's been so many times in life where I've been in the wrong. And usually things are in relationships, it's 50-50, but sometimes it's it's really not. So it's important to acknowledge those circumstances as well. So anyway, my friends... I hope that you took something away from this, even if it's tomorrow you're gonna write a letter to someone that you need to forgive or you wanna say you're sorry to. You don't necessarily have to send it, but just coming to terms with that. And again, not beating yourself up for it. Don't use it as another excuse to hate yourself because I could very easily do that. Use it as an opportunity to be more compassionate towards yourself and the world because then it's just going to be this spiral shame messy effect and we you know shame leads us to do a lot of questionable things and that's the last thing we need at this point is shame less shame more love less guilt more kindness and just because someone apologizes it doesn't necessarily mean you need to forgive them, right? That's that's on them if they want to forgive you. Uh, I was surprised, very very surprised, uh, when she said, "I forgive you," and that was a beautiful gift that I don't know if I was deserving of, but I'm gonna give that to myself that she forgives me, and I hope that she feels at peace because I, uh, you know, my heart definitely feels a lot more at peace. So anyway, my loves, uh, yes. So that's going to be it for this episode. I'm trying to record so many episodes in the next few weeks because in a month I am going away to Europe again. So I thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you resonated at all, don't you love it when you wear foundation and then it just gets all over your clothes? Gotta love it. Um, so if you resonated with this episode at all or want to leave any feedback, um, or share anything, please reach out to me on Instagram at Lauren M. Coletti. I also have a website and I would be happy to hear from you. And I guess I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. I don't really know a smooth way to end this, so I'm just going to hit stop. Bye my friends.